This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We are off and running with episode number nine of the Rosen Report Spring Training Edition. Jim Rosenhouse along with you. From the Cleveland Guardian Spring Training Complex in Goodyear, Arizona. Great to have you with us as we recap Thursday's action and also visit with Tristan McKenzie, who is looking for a big 2023 season after really putting himself on not only the team's radar, but the national map with his season a year ago in that starting rotation. So we'll hear from T Mac in uh, just a little bit. But first, a look back at yesterday's game the Guardians taking on the Padres. At Goodyear Ballpark yesterday afternoon, a 6-4 San Diego win. Hunter Gaddis made his first career spring training start. He worked three innings and allowed, uh, along the way, six hits and uh, also gave up a pair of runs. But uh, an encouraging outing for Gaddis, who continues to be reasonably impressive here in spring training as he tries to make this ball club in a bullpen role, perhaps, as there's some openings there. Also, the, the utility guys, Tyler Freeman and Gabriel Arias, had uh, strong days. Uh, Freeman with a walk, Arias won for three, but Arias made his first outfield start of the spring, and he's had a really good Cactus League hitting 350 so far in Cactus League play. So those are some of the highlights. After the game, Terry Francona talked about the day. Arias out in the outfield a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and we're going to put Freeman out there here pretty soon too, Next, probably next couple days. What did you think of Gattis? Um, started out really good. First couple hitters, really good. Walked the guy, you know, and then it just got, you know, kind of got away. It's like all of a sudden the ball started getting up. His stuff has really been good. Just thought, you know, he's, he had a chance to have an easy inning, and then he ends up not putting a guy away and makes it a hard inning. No, it's not like it's been a lot of appearances so far, but what, what have you guys learned about Tim Heron and what he's been able to show you so far? You know, it, it's, he's a really interesting guy. He's got obviously p- plenty of velocity, um, but he kind of pitches to that cutter slider. You know, he, he's still really deep in his development, which is okay. But kind of reminds me of Hench just a couple of years ago. And maybe maybe the same, hopefully the same path is coming. Thanks, dude. See you tomorrow. So that's the recap on Thursday's action in Goodyear for the Guardians. Today, Friday, they'll be on the road taking on the Brewers over in Maryvale. Tristan McKenzie will make the start, and we had a chance to visit with him earlier this spring, and here's how things went. How's things going so far this spring as you come in and, and get rolling in spring training? Uh, camp's been really fun. It's been just exciting to be around the guys, uh, get moving again, throw alive, uh, just kind of get some baseball energy going, uh, especially moving into games this past weekend and being able to, like, watch my teammates throw, watch how they go out there and kind of adjust to the game. I'm getting in the game today, so I'm excited for that. Uh, and just kind of excited to see see how we progress as a team and, and kind of gel and, and kind of feel each other out through through this next month. And you mentioned that so much good happened a year ago for you and the team. Um, 
Did you pick up right where that left off when you saw everybody and things started getting going here? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it felt like we didn't even break stride when we got to camp. I think everybody kind of meshed. Everybody was excited to see each other. Uh, and we're kind of just in a, in a good mind state right now mentally that, that I think. Uh, and it's good to just be around the guys and, and see that. I know it's important for everybody to take some time away from the game while still working on their game in the wintertime, but, but you do a lot of other things. What were some of the, the things that you were able to do back home with kids community-wise that were fun for you? Yeah, I mean, I held my camp this year, uh, my kids' camp in, in January, uh, the second weekend of January, January 13th this year. Um, and just being able to, to get back to my community, uh, be able to help kids out, and just be a positive influencer in their life is, is something that's very big to me. So to be able to do it, go out there and do it every year. We had 140 kids this year. So being able to, to touch each one of those kids and ha- kind of almost just make their day, hopefully make their weekend or make their month lead into baseball season is, is really big for me. And because of maybe the national exposure that you had a year ago, is it different for those kids, or are they? Are you still just Tristan, who's in our neighborhood, and, and he's someone who puts on a fun camp? Uh, I mean, I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, I think so. This year was my sixth year doing it, so I've had some some kids that have repeated the camp. So uh, I'm very much casual with them, but I'm I'm sure there's there's some new some new fans out there that came to the camp just because they saw me in playoffs or whatever it may be. But I'm happy to take them all, and I'm happy to try and coach them all and, and get them good instruction and just be a positive influence on whoever I can. That experience last year, uh, what do you think allowed you to take another step forward um, on the mound and, and maybe even just in general off the mound too? Yeah, I mean, I think it's – I think for me it's a sense of community and knowing that I can go out there and be myself. I can bounce ideas off my coaches, bounce ideas off my catchers, my my peers, my, my fellow pitchers. I can ask questions and, and not feel scared of the result. Or even if I fail, I don't necessarily feel like it's the end of the world. I can go out there and, and pick myself up and become better. Uh, and I think just having that, that comfortable mind state that I don't have to be perfect, I can just go out there and get my job done, allows me to go out there and, and be myself and, and get the job done. I know Shane Bieber talks a lot about uh, half the battle is being available. Uh, and it seems like you've found a, a good spot to make sure you are. And, and how has that changed maybe over the course of your career, even before you got to the major leagues? I mean, I think it's been a learning process. I think it's uh, one, of the, one of my favorite sayings in rehab was you can't make the club in the tub. Uh, just because I think I think going through going through certain issues when you're not able to go out there and play the game you love uh, you're grinding in the training room knowing that everybody else is playing and it's something I took very personal Uh, so once I once I made my debut I made it like my utmost priority to just be able to be out there and be able to compete and and give my team my best and not feel like I'm, I'm hindering myself or hindering them by by being in the training room or being hurt different players have talked about they were confident a year ago that they could do what eventually happened. But now that you've actually gone out and done it, does it feel different, that confidence, this year? Uh, a little bit, but I, I'd say we don't want to come into the season, especially me, I don't want to come into the season feeling like I've accomplished anything. I still want to come in and, and play with a chip on my shoulder. I still want to come in and, and play 162 hard games. So. That's Tristan McKenzie who takes the mound on Friday afternoon against Milwaukee, and you can hear that game on the MLB app, also cleguardians.com. I'll be joined by AA Akron Rubber Ducks announcer Marco Lanave, who's out here for a couple of days, and he'll be on the broadcast today. You can also catch that game on television as the Bally Sports Great Lakes will pick up the Bally Sports Wisconsin feed, so you'll hear the, the Brewers announcers if you want to watch it on TV. So a lot of ways to follow the Guardians on this Friday. That's going to do it for this edition, episode number nine of the Rosie Report. 
As always on weekends, we leave it up to Guardians Weekly to get you through if you need a podcast, as uh, that'll drop sometime on Saturday afternoon. We'll be back with another Rosie Report on Monday. Until then, this is Jim Rosenhouse, as always, thanking you for downloading and listening to The Rosie Report.